0: do this. You're the host, you're the host. Oh, I'm a host. I'm Hello. Uh, this is Holly Bird. This is welcome to 10 drink minimum road edition. Uh, we got we got Smiley.
1: Yeah, I'm and, here. And, and,
0: and Billy.
1: Hey, guys. It's your boy, Billy.
0: And we, we have Chris, but he's driving.
1: Uh, I can. I'm here. I'm live. I can talk and look at the road.
0: <laughs> OK, uh, so we're on our way. To Trinidad, Colorado.
1: Damn right.
0: Uh, for the Southwest Chief Comedy Fest. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be podcasting. I'm doing a whole shit ton of comedy. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Chris, are you excited?
1: I'm excited. What I want to know is, is like, I, I can't do it because, you know, I have a job that doesn't allow. But like we're going up to Colorado where they have legal weed, so is there going to be some podcasting going on? Is there going to be some? You guys going to smoke some weed? Are you guys going to get into into some drugs up there?
0: Oh, I'm definitely going to definitely partake in some weed. What about you, Smiley?
1: Oh
2: my God, I I have money set away for edibles.
0: Ooh, Billy. Uh,
3: I won't will not partake in the weed. Uh, I'm there <laughs> to just uh, absorb the lifestyle of people from Colorado, because it's a a different breed. You know, you you have us, you know, New Mexico is known for its its drinking as far as breweries go. It's known, well, I'm sure Colorado is as well, but um, you know, I'm I'm in my own little bubble there. So, being out of my elements, going to a place like Colorado, it's fine. I mean, I'm sure... um, I'm gonna see a lot of um, people I used to go to school with. With that being said, it's just a lot of. uh, As a native, there's you're not gonna see a lot of them there. Is what I'm saying. Oh. Meeting.
1: So what you're saying is you think Colorado is full of white people? Is that right?
3: (laughs) Um, I saw a great meme the other day. uh, The other day, like I I say, the other day, like six months ago, talking about how Colorado is the white people Wakanda. And so, I'm preparing myself. Um, so, but then again, I love white people, and um, I'm, I'm ready to absorb the culture. Um, I actually really want to know what the food like is. Food is like, oh yeah. Okay, we're g- we're in Colorado. It's white por-
0: people Wakanda. It's gonna be very boring food for us. Yeah.
3: So you, they have an omelet here or two. Yeah.
1: So the last time James and I traveled up to Colorado to to podcast in Pagosa Springs. They had a, a brewery there, and they were like, yeah, we have a green chili beer, but it wasn't green chili from New Mexico. It was green chili from where was it from, James? Do you remember?
2: Uh, it was some, Col- I, I'm sorry. I wanted to say Colorado bullshit, but it no. was uh, California. It was from
1: California.
0: Oh, from LA.
3: I'm from LA. Uh, and, okay. and, you know, just um, Colorado is expensive to live in. And with that being said, I, I'm, I'm sure they're going to have a way of saying things like "We're from Colorado," <laughs> and uh, this is how we live. This is green Chile. This is how we know. Because I imagine like anywhere other than New Mexico is not going to be, I guess, as hot. I'm sure the flavor is fine. It would be adequate enough to like try it and to, to experience what it is. But I, I'm I'm ready for it. The thing is about Colorado too. I asked a lot of people, like, what do you eat in Colorado? And the only regional food I can think of is an omelet.
1: Denver omelet. So what I think is, is funny is, like, you guys keep doing Colorado, like, it's, like, it's California. I always think of Colorado, it's, like, the northern, northern, our northern friend. So then it's more a little bit like, hey, we're from uh, Colorado, eh? How do you guys, uh, you guys uh, like snow, huh?
0: Your <laughs> Yo, how's uh, the skiing? How's the yeah, skiing? Do you ski?
3: I don't know if our listeners watch a lot of Letterkenny, but oh it's pretty, pretty much the d from upcountry,
0: Yes, and
3: that's what Colorado is to me, um, I guess, uh, in, in my own sense.
0: I would like to thank you guys, by the way, for getting me into Letterkenny and ruining my life. I now say things like, pitter-patter, let's get at her.
2: So, so, so we're heading into the deep north now, right?
0: The great north. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as much as
3: we talk about like where we live, our our home um, for Chris and I, it's a lot of downtown. Smiley actually lives what we call uphill, which is like the university <laughs> area. Holly lives in the northeast Heights. You,
1: you kind of, you kind of are, are temporarily living in the in the fucking uphill. I, like, I, I am, you, you and, the, and the
3: thing is, is I am out of my element, and so it's basically trying to figure out what they're talking about. Most of the time, it's they not so bad, is it? It's not that bad. It's like if I were to go to, if, if I were to go to say like Turkey, that's what the uphill is like. It's like oh, these very nice people. You kind of have to like watch what you say, and uh, <laughs> kind of make way for the elders, and kind of uh, navigate through what what they're trying to do. And so it's a culture that I feel like I'm I'm happy to experience. We we have our ways up there. They they have their ways. You got to learn by it. You got to learn, and the thing is, I I spend probably about a quarter of my week in the heights, uh, which is also a place you have to. The thing is, I've gotten used to it. It's like say if you're going from, you know, from London to say. Paris. It's also that kind of dynamic.
0: Uh, so Chris and James picked me up from my, my place today. And I, was, and, and I was like, yeah, but I like all the trees. And they're like, do you, have, do you have a swimming pool? I'm like, we have two. And that's when Chris goes, oh, well, that's nice. That's fair. Uh, I, I grew up in the Heights. Like, in high school, I lived in the Heights. So it's kind of my old stomping grounds. But now that I'm more of a downtown person... I kind of don't like spending my time up there, but I do like my apartment.
1: Okay, so when I first moved to Albuquerque back in like 2002, the first time, I have lived in Albuquerque twice. So I lived off of Tramway and Montgomery the first time. The in Super Heights. The Super Heights. So Albuquerque was kind of like a bigger city to me then. It's fine. It uh, was a big city to me then. Like, it, you know, I was thinking about it today when James and I were driving. I, I worked at America Online. I drove from my from my apartment up on Tramway in, in Montgomery all the way down to Jefferson. And then, like, that was Albuquerque to me. And then my, my friends would talk about, like, we would go to Howie's Bar up there. That was, like, our Friday night. And then my friends would talk about, like, they, I remember they they mentioned Burt's Tiki Lounge. And they're like, I don't know if you'd want to go. It's kind of a, a local spot. I don't know if you'd really understand And then now, like, I I, I literally had a flashback in my brain about it, like you see in a movie. And then all of a sudden I back, and, like, Albuquerque to me is not a big city. I know all the little pockets of it, just traveling around it so much. And then now it's just, like, how weird was it that I thought of... I kind of transformed back into my body back then and remembered how I felt it was, like, this large city, you know? Isn't that interesting? Yeah.
0: Well, and then when you grow up in Albuquerque, like... You know all those little pockets as it is. And so it's kind of weird that now I'm a downtown person because when I was, like, younger, downtown was, like, the scary place that you didn't go. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, the dark place. I,
2: I, 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 I didn't have that experience at all because oh, I really? grew up off of uh, Eubank and uh, Candelaria. Oh, Okay. So, I had to take two buses to get down to the fun places of Albuquerque every single day.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
2: Because I like to hang out. Like, I, I was a little skate kid back in the day, and there's there's no places to skateboard up in the heights. It's terrible. Like, if you wanted to go skateboard, you had to go down to the UNM area. Right. So, every day I would hop on a bus and then on to another bus and go down to UNM. and <laughs> M.
0: Well, my grandparents' house that I basically grew up in was on High and Iron, oh. so right downtown. But it was like in a neighborhood, you know what I mean. But like anywhere past that was like scary, you know what I mean. And now that's I feel more safe there than I do in the Heights.
2: Oh, the Heights is scary as crap.
0: scary. We, I had my car broken into in my apartment complex, so. My apartment complex is gated, but they took out a guard shack between the two gates and put just a rock there, and so anybody can just get into our complex. Like, it's not not really gated. Uh, Hopefully, my car insurance is not listening, Um, but Crystal and I had our cars, like, ransacked. I can leave my car downtown all night, never had it broken into. You
1: might get a ticket.
0: You might get a ticket,
1: So the so now they're uh, the mayor like now has people working on Saturdays again and they're giving tickets and a ticket downtown is 20 bucks now instead of 10 and, you know, trying to get rid of that 40 45 million dollar deficit we have.
0: Well, you know, I kind of wanted bad. to talk about Sorry. that. Because they... Here's the deal. If I go downtown and I drink on a Friday night and accidentally get too drunk, I think it was better that you wouldn't get ticketed on Saturday because then I could leave my car there in Uber. Now people are afraid to leave their car downtown because they work on Saturdays. Hello? Hello? I think, you know, I understand that this city needs to make money, but also I think it's more responsible to allow people to leave their cars there overnight than to... You know, have a bunch of drunk people scared they're going to get tickets in the morning. That's just my two cents.
2: Well, the people in Albuquerque are already scared of that as it yeah, is. Exactly. And uh, we've finally gotten it down to a
0: point where we're
2: n- we're we're not the worst in the nation. In fact, we're like we're doing really good.
0: <laughs> right.
2: So there's no reason to make it worse.
1: I, I mean, I, maybe that's a cause we should champion. We should be like, hey. City needs to stop ticketing on Saturdays because then people are afraid to leave their car downtown in Uber. You know, maybe that's something we should. I'll make a logo and everything. I'll be like, no tickets on Saturdays.
0: Yeah, because, I I mean, if you think about it, it's just smart on the city's part to allow for that. We already don't have public transit, you know, that runs at, like, super late. You know what I mean? We don't have 24-hour public transit. If we had that, it might be a little easier but even still if you don't take it on Saturday mornings people aren't going to be so stressed out about leaving their car
3: I can see how um, there's a deficit to get over I can understand that there is definitely money that needs to be allowed for like whatever we do but I also understand like with Uber and Lyft coming into town a lot of people aren't leaving their cars downtown anymore so they kind of have to just up what they're doing I'm all for it like because Chris leaves his car downtown all the time, and how many times have you got ticketed, Chris?
1: Uh, I've been ticketed three times, but I've never been broken into.
3: Okay, well I've been broken into. But what I'm saying yeah. is that's money now going to the city from our from Tendrick minimum. Uh, thank you, city. We're we're paying this deficit off. Um, <laughs> One and, drunken
0: night at a time. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: So my thing is, so now, now that they're ticketing on Saturdays, I don't even drive downtown to leave my car. I just Uber downtown or Lyft downtown. So if, I, if you know, because if I'm going to get ticketed, I might as well. It's it's cheaper to get an Uber and a Lyft than it is to pay for a ticket.
0: True, true. Well, for you, yes. Yeah. For me, it's right. not really. Um, uh, how much is an Uber Lyft for you? An Uber or a Lyft on a Friday night is about thirty dollars.
2: Oh. oh, that's because you live in the middle of ass fuck nowhere. I
0: know. I hate it.
1: Okay, but if you get a $20 ticket, the and then you have to Uber down to your car, that's f- 60 bucks right yeah, there. Exactly. So,
0: if I get a ticket and I Uber back and forth, that's actually it's 60 bucks to so it would be 30 bucks to Uber up there, 20 bucks to Uber back down. That's 70 bucks. Well, by the time it's all said and done.
1: And then if you don't pay the ticket, after the first week it doubles, then it triples on the third week, then it quadruples on the fourth week. So.
0: Exactly. So, I don't know I guess Keller Keller, That's like the only thing I don't like Keller I love your taste in music Oh my god is that how it works? Yeah Yeah. I love your taste in music Mr. Keller But this is uh, Holly Bird's strongly worded letter To Mayor Tim Keller Stop ticketing on Saturdays sir
2: I'm not going to say who But someone got a, a ticket in front of my house the other day And I should probably get her to pay it
0: Oh yeah Probably Absolutely.
2: Oh, my God. Good <sighs> things to know. I learned everything.
3: Okay, so I've gotten one ticket, and that's back when there were $10. Well, the thing is, if you want to be a dick about things and say, like, I were a beacon of, like, m- like fundraising, I'm going to be out there pulling off these tickets off cars. Oh. <laughs> like, just being a dick. No, I wouldn't do that. But I'm going to say is I did not pay a ticket one time. And it came out to probably $160. Holy uh 'cause Because they, they actually lolly. do send, like, subpoena, not subpoena you, but they, I, I guess that writes? Yeah, they send you a bench warrant for me. I, I
1: don't know if, I don't, did they send a bench warrant?
3: Yeah, so you had oh. to pay it, and I then. It's was a civil
1: ticket where they just, like, send it up against your credit.
3: Oh, no. Well, they, they sent me a letter. It's like, this is how much you owe to the court, and better pay it, or else we're going to do some shit. And the thing is that it was a scare tactic, and it worked. What if you didn't pay it though? Yeah, like what they like.
0: What if you can't pay it?
1: So the next time you get pulled over, they'll pull it up and they'll arrest you, and it's a hundred probably hundred something dollars to get the bench warrant cleared, other than the ticket. Oh shit! Yeah,
3: it was oh, a bench god. warrant. Oh god! I was crazy. I was. I guess technically on the lam because I was hiding.
0: <laughs> the lamb.
3: But anyway, I, I I I did not pay it, and the thing is, my ex-wife is also on my car. So, they probably sent her a letter too. And, well, I guess, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I didn't have to talk to her. All I know is that I had to pay a shit ton of money. Do
1: you think she gets it? And she's like, oh, Billy. <laughs>
3: oh my God, rights.
0: It's probably how I am about my ex husband. Like, oh, damn it.
3: Uh, I Except don't know. Want-
0: my ex husband is probably worse than you, I'm assuming. Because he's pretty awful.
3: And
2: Billy here is the nicest man in the world with yeah. a voice like silver. He is. Um, I actually
0: bought an RV from a guy who had a chicken named Chuck Norris. I like that that uh, took his. OK, the, the only reason he knows about the chicken named Chuck Norris is the guy who sold him the RV had a Walmart or not a Walmart. A JCPenney's photo studio family photo with the chicken.
1: <laughs> was it a chicken or a rooster?
0: Oh, I guess a rooster.
1: Oh, okay, that's fair. Okay, because I was like, I was like a Chuck, Nor- like a female named Chuck Norris. That seems kind of you know weird.
0: Yeah, it was a cock. <laughs> uh, but it, that's the kind of bullshit my ex-husband does. Is he'll do that, and that's on both of our credit.
3: I have, I have, a, I have a question. How often? Uh, I would say, I guess, a year. Would you have to deal? like you? Your ex-husband comes back into your life.
0: Oh, all the time.
3: Oh, all the time.
0: He calls me a lot and texts me. Uh, he asked me on a date once. What? A couple weeks ago, and I was like, "No, you decided to divorce me, and and you were, you you allegedly, I will say allegedly, he was leaving me for a nineteen-year-old." Um. No, I'm not going to go on a date with you. It's like, so
3: is it like midday kind of like, I'm my ex, I need to contact my ex, like, no, maybe like a check, checking in on uh, you kind of So
0: thing. we we were best friends before we dated, so we still kind of have that friendship, but it's like one of those friends that you hate. You know what I'm saying? Like you love them, but you hate them. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we care about each other. So he'll, sometimes it's like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. I want to check in. How's the comedy going? How's everything going? How are you? And then sometimes it's two o'clock in the morning, and he is professing his love.
3: That time. is what I was going. That's what that. That's where I was alluding to. Yeah, it's like so. He's like two a.m. It's like,
0: oh, yeah. I'm, I made a big mistake, baby
3: girl. I miss you so much.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Yeah. Uh, and then one time he asked me if I wanted to invest two hundred and fifty thousand dollars into his racing team. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, where do you want me to pull that money, from? Yeah, so and like, then, and then. <laughs> So his racing team goes out to a race, and they got 33rd place because it only made it six laps. So glad I didn't give him $250,000 imaginary dollars. I I would
3: love to, but I just cannot find my (laughs) checkbook. Right. I just,
0: uh, you know, I lost my debit card. I can't pull that cash out right now. I just, I'm like, okay, first of all, even if I had that kind of money, why uh, the fuck would I give it to you?
3: And here, like, like uh, I'm not familiar with racing, and Chris knows that. Everyone knows that. What yeah. kind of racing is this? It's, like, uh,
0: so it's a uh, side by side racing, which is desert racing in those things called like razors. But they built their own. Uh, I mean, and it's still pretty impressive that they built it from the ground up. I mean, I'm not, I'm not discrediting that, but also like, this is what you're banking your whole. life. Okay, guys, this is why my marriage fell apart. Uh, we, he started a business. We started a business restoring cars, and he just—he's uh, not a self-starter. So he just drank thirty, like a thirty pack of beer every day, and didn't do anything, and then couldn't figure out why we had no money.
1: I, I have a philosophy on uh, middle-aged white people, <laughs> and being a middle-aged white person, I'm allowed to say that. I feel like, let me grab this second. So let's look straight. So what I feel like is—is is when you become middle-aged and you're white, and tell me if I'm wrong. You go kind of one of two ways, really. And I guess there's three, I guess. But there's you run marathons. (laughs) You're like, I ran the zombie marathon or I ran the color marathon. Or you buy a Harley. You're talking about Dandy, right? Yeah. Or you buy a Harley Davidson and then start wearing leather like you're in a motorcycle gang. And you meet other people who are middle-aged and don't under, don't know what else to do, and they have leather and motorcycles, and you ride around together? Does that sound right? Is, am I wrong there? No, you're it, absolutely right. You're still
2: talking about dandy.
1: No, right? I'm talking about middle-aged white people. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. And so then there's us where it's like we do the other. We took, like, the artistic route where we're like, this is what we do. I don't – you know, it's almost like – so it's almost like white people, they, they – they, graduate high school then they're told they have to go to college then they graduate from college and then, then they get they, they have their children and then when their children are kind of like old enough to like drive a car and sustain themselves they're kind of like Ugh, what do i actually do now they're like i guess buy a motorcycle or i guess i run weird marathons or or tough mutters or whatever the fuck that shit is the spartan race or whatever i, I just feel like that's a thing that just Everyone like they're they're like this this fulfills the void in my life
2: i I think you're right on that one.
0: um I wish that my ex-husband had that excuse. I think he's just a dubby <laughs> um he like he when I first met him, he had a great career and then just was like, uh I'm gonna be a piece of shit now you know old shitty, old shitty. good old shitty the
2: the third option is travel.
0: Yeah. Which is me. I totally I got a divorce and I was like, what do I want to do with my life? I'm going to tell dick jokes for tens of dollars.
2: <laughs> oh, no no no. I, I I I completely understand that. I I have four college degrees and I was like, I'm going to become an actor.
0: Yeah. See? It's I have no
2: training, but I'm just going to do this now <laughs> because I'm really bored with the rest of the shit I already did.
3: Crazy. I did the f- I did the other road where you get like a really hot young girlfriend. Well, that's it,
1: that's that's that goes along with the motorcycle. You yeah, a that's motorcycle. right. Or like a Corvette. Or yeah, a yeah, so, yeah. So, I have a coworker. Like this is where I got the theory. She's she she runs the the marathons. She did one of those like tough mutters or whatever. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? The weird weird uh, uh, really tough race where you 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 have obstacles. And then the other day she goes think about buying a harley and you i was just, and i just wanted to be like so you could be every cliche in the book and i and i love her she's a really nice lady but i was just like man you're hitting like every like middle middle age like the one thing she's missing is she doesn't have a blog
3: okay the thing is that there's like there's like there's there's <laughs> definitely like a middle age bingo card you can play like we, everything we've <laughs> mentioned yeah it's like you get the free space is it the blog is it the <laughs> harley
1: so much courage! You have so much courage. You're is so it, brave. Is it?
3: Is it like an Etsy page? Is it a? Uh, <laughs> is it comedy? Oh. <laughs> no.
0: <I laughs> mean, so you're not middle-aged, Holly. I'm sorry. I'm I'm almost there, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually like killing it. So,
3: is it, is it getting? Is it, is it getting a a twenty-year-old boyfriend?
0: Uh, he is—he is my new boyfriend. Is younger than me.
3: Ooh.
0: And he makes beer, so I also get free beer, which I think—I think—makes it like I am dating a twenty-year. I feel like I got points for that.
2: This—this this is kind of weird. But are we—are we all in relationships right now?
0: I know. I
1: kind am of. the newest one, so I don't know yet.
0: Oh, I- this yeah. This is like a first. James has a girlfriend, first Billy has forever. a girlfriend. I have a boyfriend for once. I don't
1: have anyone yet I'm dating someone.
0: Oh, he's seeing
2: someone. I'm the newest. Fresh, fresh-faced on the scene.
1: I'm in that first phase where I'm all <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Adorbs. So this is like this is like a first time for for our podcast that uh we're all even dating.
0: Wow. This is the first time in two years that I've had an actual committed boyfriend. Well, except for we're not counting Air Force guy.
3: I actually, I've... Can we talk about this on the show? I want to hear all about it. About what? About Air Force guy.
0: Oh, yeah, we could talk about it. Do you want to talk about it? The
3: thing is, I don't know the uh, the details, but I understand you went and visited him. I did. And... And I don't know what happened after that.
0: Okay, we could talk about it.
3: Okay, so you meet, where, this. where did you meet him?
0: Okay, um, I met him on the interwebs. Uh, okay, on that, the I get
3: okay, so there's different levels of seriousness when it comes to uh, a relationship or, yes. or just like any type of interaction with somebody. Um, so was it... Okay, so there's... Definitely, I get. I don't know. I guess old school, like Tinder, is like the hookup one. Yeah. Whereas like cupid is where, like I don't want to pay money. Is a yeah. Match.com? That's kind of the higher tier. Like I want. Yeah. I'm serious about it. Which one was it? It
0: was Plenty of Fish. Oh, okay. Um, the worst one. The worst one. And um, it was weird. Like I and so I had done like Tinder and Bumble and stuff, and I was actually joke harvesting. And then he said something funny, and we started talking. And it felt like we had a connection. Uh oh. Okay. Um. So he came out here to visit me, or out to Albuquerque to visit me. And we hit it off. Everything seemed fine. He was a, a Air Force pilot. Um, he met my dad, like all that stuff. He had me go out and visit him. And when I got to his house, um, I realized very quickly that he was super annoying.
1: Where, where was his house at? Where did he live
0: at? Um, he was at Tinker Air Force Base in Oklahoma. Ah. Okay. And um, he lost his temper at me and yelled at me for three hours. Wow. Three hours just yelled at me. And I was stuck because I didn't have a car. I didn't have... So, um, then he, like, came home from work the next day. I thought I would, like, blow over. And he just didn't talk to me. We sat in silence. Weird. So, I was in another state, and I was just watching Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> and he was sitting on the end of the couch, just, like, not talking to me. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> So then he goes to bed and he did that thing that like young women do to kind of manipulate dudes where he like laid in bed and I wasn't going to go to bed with him. I slept on the couch. I was like, fuck you. Like you, what? Like you yell at me and you make me cry and you're being mean to me. And then you go to bed and then you go to work and then you come home and don't talk to me. And he did order me a steak from... You know, whatever, DoorDash or whatever. So that was <laughs> nice. But then he just didn't talk to me. So he goes to bed and I'm still watching the Vanderpump Rolls Marathon. I go to sleep on his couch and I hear sniffling and he was just being really dramatic. And he gets up and um, I try to talk to him because I'm very blunt and very direct. I believe in communication. And he's just like broke down grabbed his cat and was crying on his cat and like I don't know if you guys know this but cats don't even like water so like I felt like it was a little bit of cat abuse um and then so I called my dad and I asked him what I should do and my dad's like come home so my debit card wasn't working because it had just been stolen, that's why I was stuck there. Because I couldn't even get like an Uber, or anything, and so my dad paid for an Uber, and I sat in the airport for five hours until my flight. Because I was like, "Fuck this guy," or I was willing to do that. But then the guy changed my flight. I guess. I guess. That, I don't know. It's been a while now, um, but that relationship lasted uh, three weeks. That was a good one. It was, it was a great one.
1: Yeah, that sounds like you know. I feel like you learn some things. Maybe not travel out to see somebody right away.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I learned a lot of things. Um, I also learned like don't let somebody yell at you for three hours.
1: Yeah. That's so cool! Wow. I, I have a question. So, what was he yelling at you about?
0: Oh, that's the best part. Um, so uh, we got in a little tiffy tiff because, um, okay. I was sitting there, and we were watching football, and he kept complaining about everything. Like, I don't know, like, have you guys ever been around a a person that just complains about, like, every little tiny thing? Just, like, negative. So, I was like, did I do something? And then he was being, like, really weird about, like, his house. Like, I don't know, it was just like, did I do something to, like, make you feel, like, negative and grumpy? Because I'm not that way. Like, I try to find the fun in any situation, you know what I mean? So then I go and get in the shower, and he was like, "You're being such a bitch because you just got in the shower and you were like stomping around." And I really wasn't. I just wanted to take a shower and not hear him complain anymore. Um, were you
2: making huff, huff, huff noises? No,
0: I just went and took a shower. What? No, I know what you're talking about. You know the like, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. you know, like huff, 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 huff. Yeah. And, and like I'm not passive aggressive if you bug me, and I had asked him, like did I do something and that he wouldn't talk to me? It was just he was a child that's it's basically i am not I am not feeling very confident in his ability to fly a jet or defend our country, considering he can't handle uh communication.
1: Does that mean you don't think his penis works
0: um well
2: you can't fly a jet, son. yeah, I don't. Well, um, I can't imagine what those uh mm-hmm. that that sort of like uh levels of stress does to your uh penis.
0: I mean, it worked sometimes. Oh. <laughs>
2: blowing out capillaries Sorry, every Dad. Time he goes <laughs> in the air. Oh yeah, I
1: wish I had the the, the prices right center
0: right there. <laughs> I don't know. Do um yeah, so that's what happened really. It's uh That was the whole thing. So he cried on his cat. I flew home. And then he was sending me emails, like really, really long emails. I had to scroll like seven times um, telling me how much he loved me and he wanted me back uh, and he wanted to marry me and things like that. Um,
2: I had had an interesting uh, first-time relationship thing here. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, First time I ever had – an angry boyfriend uh, actually find me oh uh, it, it, it was I mean I find it hilarious but <laughs> I think everyone else involved was uh, mortified well, what? But, uh, so I was I was just you know hanging out making dinner because I like to do that right. And, uh, unbeknownst to me, uh, he has a key to the house. Oh. So he walks in, sees me making dinner. I have my headphones on. Just walks, like, straight past me. And I sort of notice it. And I think it's her boyfriend, or not not her boyfriend, but her roommate. And I was like, oh, is that? And I I just get, like, the side glance, and I'm like, that's not, that's not the roommate. So I take my headphones off And I hear a bunch of yelling And then I just hear my stuff being chucked outside the window Oh! All of my things just thrown out of the window Which was a pretty good ploy Because I went out to get them And then I got locked out
1: of the house Oh Is this the foreign guy? I think you know who I'm talking about I know who you're talking about and he's like a super fan of our show. Or he was. He probably isn't now.
2: Probably. But
1: he, he'll probably hear this. So that, that's crazy. Probably not I now. guess he was like a really, really big fan. And he was like, turning, like trying to get all of his colleagues to listen to our show. <laughs> Way to go, James. Thanks.
2: Uh, it was not my intention. Well, shit. But, uh, yeah, he threw all my stuff out the window.
0: So did you know that she was in a relationship
2: I did not. Shut up. I did. I did not. Everyone knew. I. They broke up. Oh. All right. Oh. Well, that's
1: fair. You knew she was in one pr- like recently though.
2: Yeah, I knew she was in one recently. I wouldn't have been dating her if I thought she was in a relationship. Okay. Ooh. But so that was that was the first time.
1: So what are you guys looking forward to up in up in Trinidad at this uh, Southwest Chief Bicycle and Comedy Festival?
0: Um, I am looking forward to seeing, uh, people I haven't seen in a while. I'm looking forward to seeing some badass comedians from all over the country. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to performing with Chris Charpentier and Christy Buckley and Jay Gillespie. Christy Buckley, And, uh, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys all weekend. That's exciting.
2: I'm gonna eat some edibles and have fun in a new town. I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty stoked on that. Traveling is like my favorite, so yeah. Pokemon, some uh, some edibles, and some comedy. Billy.
3: Oh, you know it's nice to get out of town once in a while, and I'm looking forward to the comedy. Looking forward to doing our podcast. Just you know, that's what we're doing now, right? So I'm just doing this all weekend. You know, I might look at my files, maybe upload some music. Feeling cute might upload some music. I don't know.
1: Um, so, yeah, this is this is like, yeah, this is our first comedy festival. So, I'm looking to kind of network with people. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about doing the show at a at a f- a funeral home. I guess we're tomorrow at 830. Uh, I'm going to try to catch as much of the comedy festival as I can. Try to catch a couple of uh, Holly shows. Try to record some of it, of her, you know, record some for her. Um just to, I mean, if, the, if there's a really good crowd at one, I might, you know, film that just so we can, you know, she can have that for future reference for stuff. So I think it will be cool. I'm going to you know, try to see, I, I might rent a bike and do the whole bicycle thing just to, just to check it out for a little bit, you know, but I'm fat. So that'll last probably like, f- you know, 15 minutes. So I'll probably pay for like 45 minutes and then actually do it for 15 minutes. Cause I guess they have bike rentals there. There's like those, uh, those, uh, Bikes where you can walk up with the app and rent them. I, I I don't know how big this town is that they have such things, but you know, check out a brewery. I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: I'm also really excited for you guys to see like me on top of my game. Like you I'm looking guys, forward to that too. Like you guys come to like open mics and stuff a lot. Finally. <laughs> you guys come to like open mics and stuff a lot, but like it's I'm it's like a different animal when you're out of town. It's like the, you know, it's my A material, it's my tried and true stuff, and I'm kind of excited to have, like, my little family, like, see my work.
1: How long are the sets that they're giving you up here? Is it is it, like, varied, or does it, like, I mean, one of the shows you're hosting it, I saw that, but, like, are, how long are the sets?
0: Uh, good question, Chris. Uh, I'm assuming 10 minutes, uh, but we really don't. We, we really don't know uh, for some of them. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So tomorrow night you're doing the New Mexico show, which is all the New Mexico comedians. What time is that if people are... if I'm going to post this tomorrow during the day, so people should be able to go off this because we're tomorrow night at 8.30. Do you know what the name of the funeral home is? Like Mulaire. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so tomorrow night we're at 8.30. We got Prime Spot. Um. At, I think it's Muller something funeral home. I'm pretty interested to see, but it's like a block away. So I, I think it's going to be, logistically, we're staying about eight blocks away. Murphy. Muller Murphy funeral home. Yeah,
0: and then I will do the, I'm going to be hosting the New Mexi show at 6 p.m. at Bricks. Oh, that place is a block away. Okay. So that is, they're just a block away from each other. They're an hour apart. Like the show that I'm doing will end an hour before our podcast. So perfect. Uh I will tell you that tomorrow I'm so excited to just hustle. Like this the today I only have one show. Tonight I only have one show. But then, well, I guess this is very confusing. So this will be posted tomorrow. Uh so yeah, uh, but uh, I only have one tonight when we get to town And then tomorrow, uh, or today for the people listening I have two shows technically, because I have the comedy show And then right after that, the podcast, the Saturday I'm doing two shows Back to back, be awesome I'm going to be one tired Holly on Sunday I will just say that now
1: Yeah, I'm going to be pretty tired as well. So whenever they first announced this and we were kind of seeing it happen, we were all kind of making jokes that it was going to be like the fire Festival. But I I don't think so. I think it's going to be pretty cool, you know. I'm interested to see. What I'm really interested to to see is how the local town handles, like, this whole thing coming to town. You know, it's going to be like the circus is coming to town. But it's like, you know, uh uh-oh. So I think that sound is we're about to run out of battery. So... The, let's go ahead and end this 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 podcast here. I got to get batteries whenever we get somewhere. Um, so yeah, definitely we're going to be up here in the Southwest Chief Bicycle and Comedy Festival in Trinidad, New Mexico. If you're if you're anywhere around, come out and see us uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, eight thirty. We're going to be at Muller What do we say, Murphy? And then Holly will be hosting the New Mexico Comedy Night at Bricks at seven, six, six. So come out. Or just, you know, catch us and say hi. Um, you know, you, you want to give your, your Instagram and all that?
0: Sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Snapchat, Hollybird Comedy. And uh, that's bird spelled with a Y.
1: And uh, we're dot tendrinkminimum.com. We also have facebook.com forward slash tendrink. That's where we do all of our live video at. So yeah, anybody else want to promote anything?
2: Uh, uh, look out for me on uh uh Hulu the second season of Midnight Texas and uh upcoming webcast show or web web show is uh Snatchers. I'll be on that as well.
3: Um I have a show, I believe June first at the launch pad <laughs> with a black tie. I Oh wow really all I can think about right now.
1: You got a show coming up with Bellamoff. I just we got a thing in the mail for it. Yeah, Oops. for Perry's thing.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Perry's having a party at the press club in Bella There party. you
1: go. She's having a party at the place on the hill. <laughs> you can't really say place that. on the hill. Yeah. Uh, other than that, yeah, definitely uh, look for more podcasts coming from the Southwest Chief Bicycle and Music Comedy Festival. And uh, we're definitely going to drink when we're there. You should drink as well. But always remember, Remember, never never get get too drunk to jerk. 10drinkminimum.com.